proud to present to you another installment of, well, this time it's basically me explaining more about, like, exactly what it is I'm going to be doing for for this project and kind of how it is I came across the book that inspired it and um, all of that good stuff. That way you'll kind of know what to expect as per my updates, uh, which will be coming soon. I have one more installment. Here you go. But that's what I've done in the past. I wanted to do something different for this project. Now, what sparked the idea to do a project in the first place was the film Julie and Julia. Or rather, the extra features on that. I watched some of the extra features and found out that the lady that it's actually based off of, that did like the blog and whatever, where she cooked through Julia Child's cookbook in a year. In real life, that had been kind of a 29th year project. She had started on her 29th birthday and ended on her 30th. So I thought, oh, that sounds like such a cool idea. I should do something like that, right? And I didn't actually see the film until, like, earlier this year. So I already, you know, knew that my 29th birthday was coming up quick. So I thought about different options of, like, I even talked about a couple of different options of things I might do. I thought, oh, well, maybe I'll finally lose some weight like I've been meaning to since college. Um, I got pretty nice and healthy, not quite down to the weight I would have liked in college, but uh, definitely, definitely in decent health, decent fitness, whatever, during college. And I missed that. I also had been thinking pretty much ever since, I would say 2013, I nearly did a 365 Days of Art project, like sketches. Because you know how, like, at the time, everybody was, like, doing these, oh, 365 Days of Photos projects? Well, I thought very, very seriously of doing 365 Days of Drawings. Because I used to be really, really good at drawing. I'm I'm sure I'm still good at it. I'm just rusty. (laughs) But yeah, that's exactly the point is, you know, I felt like that would kind of get out some of my rustiness. Ultimately, though, I decided against the art one. Because I felt like it wasn't going to actually be what I wanted it to be. I felt like it was just going to wind up. I kind of shortcutted it and, like, you know, just did, like, little quick drawings and and whatever. Like, that it wasn't, it wouldn't really be what I wanted it to be art-wise. So it was kind of leaning toward the weight loss one. And then this little tidying book came into my life. The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. And I came to read this book because I came to my parents' house for a visit. Like, my sisters were there and stuff. And my mom and my older sister had attended a family gathering that I was not able to make. My brother-in-law were both working, and so we weren't able to be there, but... When I did get there later, just to my parents' house, not for the big gathering, my older sister and my mother were both like, Oh, Becca, you've got to read this book. One of my aunties had introduced them to this book. And 
they were flipping out. Like, they were flipping their And I was like, okay, guys. They're like, no, 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 really, Becca. Like, you have to read this book. And I'm like, okay. My mom even bought me a copy. Like, when my mom buys me a copy, I'm just like, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll read it. If you get me a copy, that's my thing. Is That's pretty much my rule, is like, if somebody buys me a book, I will usually read it because I really like books. Uh, and I really like to receive them. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to read this. Uh, and yeah, my mom literally bought this for me and was like, you need to read this immediately. So I did. And it was mesmerizing at first. She talks about that she has a literally a history of no repeat customers. Like, either people use her method and it works for them, or they don't graduate from her program. Like, there is no repeat customers. And so it was kind of intriguing, but it was also terrifying, because I, the more I read, the more I started to realize, I was like, oh my god. Like, the only way this works is basically digging out a bunch of, like, emotional stuff and everything. Because her book focuses on, like, your physical space around you, like, your living space. But yeah, I could quickly see, I was like, this is gonna work, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be difficult to get through. Now, her concept is keeping only that which sparks joy. Like, the things you actually use and the things you actually love. Which is easier said than done, even for somebody like me. But yeah. And let me just throw this out there. I don't necessarily agree with every word she says in her book, but I do believe in her basic concepts. And that's what I'm going to attempt this year. The thing about it is, like, I started quickly realizing I was going to have to apply that to other aspects of my life. Like, getting rid of what I don't need and, you know, acquiring things to put in there afterward that were what I did want, shmur, shmur, shmur. Because, for example, she talks a lot about, like, music CDs, photos, etc. Well, for me, 90% of my music and my photos and things of that nature are uh, on my flash drive. Those live on my flash drive. So, I realized I was going to have to clean out my digital space as well. Another thing is that I think she straight up says she kicks the bus. Either that or she heavily implies it a couple times. I only mention her taking the bus because this means she does not own a car, a vehicle. I do. Said vehicle can get dirty on the outside and cluttered on the inside and needs tidying from time to time. And I mean, I feel like that, that can even be, that her concept can even be applied to what humans you choose to keep in your life and which ones you don't. It's important to only keep people in your life that are good for you, not making you feel bad about yourself and things of that nature. And that can be one of the most difficult ways of taking care of yourself to actually execute because you feel 
like you owe it to the other person for some reason to keep them in your life, when really you don't. So yeah, I mean, that aspect of even my life has definitely rung true. Like, that's definitely something I'm wanting to apply to um, all aspects of my life. And as far as the, like, getting my body healthier aspect of things, she said that it does affect every aspect of your life. And I mean, also, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, I want to go, like, full-time on the writing and things of that nature. Well, you know, she talks a lot about how that when you really get rid of the clutter in your life and only surround your things with things that spark joy, uh, an amazing thing happens. It starts to affect every aspect of your life. She actually said that, um, she's all like, I don't have the science behind this, but like a lot of my clients lose a bunch of weight right after they finish my program. And I mean, she, she even said it was, it kind of makes sense. And it did to me too, but I thought it was interesting. She even said that like, at the very least, it's really common for like her clients, like when they're done doing the tidying and everything that like they'll have a few days of having the runs because their body is detoxing and I know that that's an unpleasant thought but at the same time it's kind of cool and an interesting thought that your body would have such a an immediate and distinct reaction to the emotional effects of this Alright guys, that's our episode for this week. As I said, there is one more installment of me kind of talking a little bit about the project itself, and then we'll be doing regular updates. I've already done a few recordings of those, so be looking forward to that. As always, make sure to send me your questions, suggestions, and otherwise at SneakyHobbit on Twitter. Until next week, thanks for listening. Laters.